This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Should you go looking for a testament to youth in verse? Variations on the age-old curse. You blame the stations when they play you like a fool. And like a fool you get played with. Baby, think twice. Maybe it's not all. Maybe it's not all right. Maybe it's not all. Maybe it's not all right. Finally, a decent picture of the exodus. I don't know how much other signers know less. And can we control ourselves for once? Keep our hands off each other and keep our minds on the sum. Keep our hands off each other and keep our minds on the sum of each other. Oh, my God. That my classmates, is testament to youth in verse by the new pornographers. Wow. Incredible. The year's 2003. Now, as I've been doing with our recordings this week, I am keeping with top food trends because I think it's fun and I think it's funny. And honestly, this is about me. So... Top food trends of 2003, again, according to Google, we're not clicking on any of these links. I'm just reading you kind of what the smattering of the internet has to offer. Number one, the first thing that pops up, Google is screaming at me that 2003 was the year of Atkins and low-carb diets. Okay? I didn't make the rules. It's just what I'm being told. American cuisine, according to New Hope Network, I don't know what that is, American cuisine still leads on the list of top food and cooking styles that consumers enjoy. But surveys show that Chinese, Italian, and Tex-Mex are also the other top three foods of 2003. (laughs) Lastly, I will say, hold on. According to this other survey on IFT.org, they do say that Asian-categoried foods, 27.7% top sales in the year 2003. Interesting. Okay? (laughs) Very interesting. And one more factoid to end it. U.S. sales of French fries dropped 10%. From 2001 and 2002, but then repopped in 2003. Thank God, because French fries are my favorite food. And where were we when the French fry was gaining popularity <laughs> once more, taking the throne back to number one as the fry rightfully should be? We were in South Jordan, Utah, and we are Bridger. Weiniger. Oh, here Bridger. we are. Atkins. Atkins. That's so, I mean, that is the one accurate thing. I can't believe they really nailed that. You know, that had a death grip on us as a culture. It was everywhere. That and I know it, I talk about it all the time in this podcast, um, South Beach Diet. What is the difference between these two diets? Okay, so Atkins, I believe, and like, don't at me if I'm wrong, but I think Atkins is, now we have like, now it's just been rebranded as the caveman diet. Oh, right, right. Where I think Atkins is literally, you are just eating meat. Like, you're not eating any kind of carbs, Mm -hmm. including like carbs that you could consume from fruit. Right. So it's like no bread, no grains, no fruit, just meat and fat. I don't even think you're having vegetables. Like I think it was like it was very <laughs> much so like 
people getting like plates of bacon and being like, it's fine, I'm on Atkins, you know? It's just a meal to have a stroke. Yeah, like super high cholesterol. I feel like a cheese kind of fell into it, right? Yeah, I think you could have cheese too. Mm. And the difference is South Beach was like, um, kind of felt like eating disorder adjacent <laughs> meals that I would make for myself in high school, you know, where it would be like, I'm going to have like, sp- like, Raw spinach with steamed chicken breast like that. Like dark. Just joyless. Yes. Whereas Atkins at least felt like you were like indulging in something. Right. You're having a, a, you're having a fucking steak. Right. And I remember a, a friend's parent was like allowed to have one grapefruit a week or something. Sure. It was like some Probably, element. I bet like, you like citrus that's your was like, yeah. For the Atkins diet. Kind How depressing. The... Here's your little treat. Half a grapefruit. <laughs> I Grapefruit is like fine oh but well okay difference of opinion do you love it i love a grape i mean i uh, when was the last time i had one god only knows okay so there you go but do I you love really love it oh and you're having a tangerine LaCroix. i'm having a tangerine LaCroix, which i think is poison i think didn't they find out that this, <laughs> this is isn't poison i think we're 10 years away from learning it's poison okay great so and, okay and you know now. what in 10 years we'll look back on this episode and we say i told you so <laughs> um when i was little i used to love eating grapefruit but I would sprinkle sugar on top. Oh, that I haven't had that in a long time. So that's good. delicious. Yeah, but I'll I'll eat a grapefruit. Sure. I'll, but the problem is, is you need the little fork. I'm not gonna twist your arm, honey. You need a little. <laughs> I serrated feel like my arm has spoon. been twisted already. That serrated spoon. It's a yeah. It's a spoon and a knife. Yep. It's all gorgeous. in one. It's a grapefruit spoon. If you own those, you really know you've settled into your home. You live in that home. You're not moving. You're not moving. You've committed to having a group grapefruit spoon. Roots are a grapefruit spoon. Absolutely. That's now you're an ready indicator. To start a family. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have grapefruit spoons in your home? We did. We must have, right? Uh, <laughs> because that, that, where else would I have used one? It had to have been at your home. Yeah. S- Almost too intimate of a utensil to use at another person's home. It would be like using someone's toothbrush. Exactly. I don't think if I was presented with someone's grapefruit spoon, I'd be like, no. I would have to say no. Yeah. I'll, do you have anything else to eat? Yeah. I'll take an orange, yeah. tangerine. I'm not going to use this spoon. It's been so close to the like the inner part of their teeth. Yeah, you're not like... Unless you are fucking me raw, I'm not using. <laughs> and even then, yeah, you also should be committing to me. Yeah, I need a ring on my finger. Yeah, I need. Co- I need yes. us to be in a committed legal, legal. Re- thank you. Relationship. Thank you. We have to be able to adopt children and yeah. then have a huge legal problem if we split up. Yeah, exactly. It needs to, and it needs to get litigious. A, a, the most litigious. Yes. I Otherwise, love forget that. it. I'm not eating grapefruit. And with honey, you. we don't make the rules with grapefruit no. spoons. Is We're just here telling you. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. High school in South Jordan. It's mm. got to say up top, Mormon. Oh my God. Were you? Are you? So Mormon. Are you? So, were you? I was. I was. Um, and the high school I was probably it was probably eighty to ninety percent Mormon. Wow, but it wasn't religious. No, but there were. I mean, you can't have a high school that saturated with Mormons with it without it becoming. There Slightly. were like elements where teachers would like talk about things that were Mormon adjacent. We we took like a class that was like in the parking lot of the school called seminary that you would like have an hour off each day to go and learn about the church. Wow. Which is odd. Did you feel so were you like a practicing Mormon? Uh, yeah. I mean my family was practicing and so until I mean, as like a kid or teenager, it was just like you do what the family does. Right. And you also do what literally everyone else in high school does. Yeah. It's like there was really no alternative, right. it didn't feel like. It was just the culture. Right. So I was like a, I don't, I would, don't even know if I would say reluctant, but I was just like, I was there because I was already on the ride. Right. Interesting. Very odd. Uh, yeah, it's a very, it was a really weird time. And the entire public education for me was like, there were all, teachers would talk about the church or God or whatever and just assume everyone was a Mormon. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, you're already on the ride. You don't know right. any different. Right. Were you allowed? Like, and people, okay, you're listening to the new pornographers. I'm listening or, to the new pornographers. So it's like something's going right, <laughs> you know? The internet. Yeah. I mean, the internet was the one little, like, peek into 
they're like other people existed. Right. That weren't doing this thing. Into um, secular. Right. The secular world. And you were seeing people's lives who weren't in shambles, but were also not Mormon. Like, because you were told, basically, if you're not Mormon, your life is going to fall apart. Right. And you saw that happen all the time because in Utah, if you leave the church, you you kind of don't have a community anymore. Right. Well, naturally, your life falls apart right. when you, you know, get uh, shunned and like mm-hmm. exiled. Absolutely. From... Catapulted from society. Right. And like, of course, then you're kind of like, what the fuck am I doing? And right. I also think in all of these religions, uh, certain specific communities that also don't allow potential self-expression, mm-hmm. don't allow you to drink coffee or alcohol you know of course your brain would break when you can finally do that for the first time yeah and for me i was terrified of that happening so like my exit from it was so unbelievably slow like really because the people that i did know that left the church ended up on like hard drugs or like their lives were ruined right so for me i was like i'm going to take it as easy as possible and the the church even Years after I had left it, had like held a real sway on me. I didn't come out until I was thirty, wow. and I had been done with the church for ten years. Wow! So it was a uh, in high school. I had a had it controlled my life for sure. So what was that like? Is this our first Mormon teen? I think. Have you so. had Mormon adults? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I did. I uh, I did on my on a past podcast. I did speak to a friend of mine who grew up Mormon. Oh. Um. And but grew up Mormon here in um. In Pasadena. Oh, I mean Pasadena is a very Mormon-like community. Yeah. Kind of clean and safe and dull. Yeah, but also a gay man who grew up very Mormon, but like didn't seem to have as much trauma from it Mm -hmm. because I think that when we're dealing with, and also my babysitter who is basically like my mom growing up, left her Mormon LDS family in Idaho. Oh, yeah. Idaho is Utah Junior. Yeah, and that was a a whole crazy thing. Right. But I do think that like being in Utah, it's like being in like the fucking belly of the beast. Oh, Absolutely. I mean, yeah, your friend in Pasadena, like, most of their friends were not Mormons. Right. So like, they... hanging out with, like, like fucking girls who are, like, sucking dick and, like, smoking right. fucking cigarettes right. and, like, you know, <laughs> listening to Britney Spears or whatever. Well, I mean, look, come on. Mormons listen to Britney Spears. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up for Mormons right now. You're like, hold we're on, Mormons smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing meth all yeah. the time. People have the wrong idea about Mormons. Uh, no, uh... What what point am I trying to make I here that know. we listen to Britney Spears? But did you feel okay? So hold on, you're in high school. Your high school is eighty to ninety percent Mormon. Yes. What are the vibes? How big is it? What were you like in high school? It was what a was massive going on? high school? Because Mormons have a ton of kids. Oh, that's right. Like four is the standard amount of children. You How have. many are you from? Four. Okay. Uh, three feels small. Mm. I don't think I knew anyone who had like just two siblings, and then it goes up from there. I knew people. I knew a girl who had like. 14 siblings. Oh, my God. It's wild. So the high school, I think, was probably close to 3,000 pe- 3, kids. Holy shit. Um, and it was, uh, but, like, high school, it still, like, broke down into, like, regular high school like type. Like Yeah, and... there were, like, jocks. There were, you know, like, goth kids. There were skater kids. There were, there were like, cowboys, which was interesting. I love that. Uh, yeah, like... Which I believe, like, the clique was kind of known as the Hicks, which is mm. feels rough. Yeah, hard, <laughs> you know. They're like, no, we're cowboys. We are ranchers. We wrangle cattle, but sure. <laughs> like, we have jobs we, after this. Right, we have actual applicable skills to the real yeah. world. We've been, you know, harvesting crops, that yeah. sort of thing. But, yeah, it kind of broke down in that way. And there were, like, the bad kids, and there were, like... Ooh, what were the bad kids? But the bad kids, compared to the rest of the country, were, like may have seen marijuana in sure. high school. Uh, <laughs> they have, like, looked at it right. from afar. <laughs> Smelled it from, like, 100 feet away. Yeah. Um, but, the yeah, that was, like, as 
bad as kids got, really. Interesting. Um, I mean, I didn't see we. I, I didn't see drugs in high school. I didn't like. There was no peer pressure, even like with alcohol or anything. Did you were, were you around alcohol in high school? No, I can't. I don't have a single memory of seeing teenagers drink alcohol. Which is crazy because I was blacking out when I was like <laughs> right, when right. I was like sixteen. In my high school, you would have been like the worst child. Sure. I mean, everyone probably would have stayed away from me because they thought I was going to hell. Right. Greta I mean, has a problem. Am I going to hell? We don't know. I guess like time will tell. I well. do love the warmth, you know. <laughs> um, God, that's so yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. So was it very athletic? Was it? Yeah. I mean, there. I. Like the football was a huge part of the culture. Yeah, uh, basketball was a big thing. Those oh, baseball. Mm. Those were the three big sports, and that that's what like the school poured its money into. Right. That's where any resource went. Um, obviously, I didn't fall into any of those categories. I was so going to say, <laughs> what, did you play a sport? I didn't. I played uh, basketball from seventh, sixth to eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Simply the worst player on the team every time. And, was... and you know what? I'm happy. Because if you told me that you were the best, I would be like, mm, you can't have it all, hun. You can't be telling me this. I would be a very different person if I had ever scored a single point in basketball. <laughs> I was the charity case on the team. It was like, please give Bridger the ball and let him shoot it once. Yeah, just It'll be from half court. It. But, yeah. uh, so by the time I got to high school, I was like, I had uh, kind of, Decided I wasn't going to do sports anymore. Yeah. I was okay with that. Yeah. Um, and started high school as kind of like an ordinary kid, kind of just a normal, normal person. Mm-hmm. And then kind of floated between cliques, I guess. Yeah. It was like my friends were probably more on like the like skater kid side. Mm-hmm. Skaters who couldn't skate side. I, and those are the best kind. Right. They've got kind they of the want culture. the culture. Yeah. But they don't have the skills. So yeah. We get to just do fun things. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this has been kind of a, just a running theme in my life where I am always in between communities. Yeah. Which is a nice place to be, but it's also like it's a branding issue. Let's ultimately. Let's, let's call it what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think all I think most of the people I encounter, especially in entertainment, that are like do more front facing work are floaters. Interesting, really. Yeah, because I think there's like an innate curiosity about a bunch of people. Right. And I think that also there's a feeling of wanting to be like loved by everyone as of well. Course. So it's like that that sort of yeah, the combo of being like, well, I want the theater kids to like me, but I also want the skater kids to like me, but I also want the jockey kids mm-hmm. to like me, but I also want the nerds to like me, but I also want the dead, you know, it's like... And you also have the skill set to make them like you. Right. You're an entertainer on some level. Yeah, a.k.a. like, a, you know, a narcissist. Uh, right. <laughs> a psychopath. Narcissist, psychopath. Can't so. be trusted. <laughs> yeah. Willing to betray anyone at exactly. any moment. Exactly, exactly. That was very much me in high school. Were you a good student? I was, I was a really good student, actually. I, um... My two older brothers were fine students, and somehow I became a good student. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably because I didn't have any other th- anything else to offer the world, so I was like, "I'll read and be <laughs> you might good as well at be school. studious." Right, right. So I was a good student. Uh, became like as high school wore on, lazier and lazier. Mm. Um, didn't really have any ambition. Didn't have any direction whatsoever. So it was hard to decide what I was going to focus on. Right. But I was I was a good student. Did you find that depressing when you were in high school? I find it depressing now. Mm. Uh, in high <laughs> school, I kind of felt fine. I was I was ready for high school to be over probably two days into high school. Oh, same. Where it was like, this is, people who like this are corny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, but this is also another theme of my life where I just don't enjoy anything while it's happening. Right. You need to reflect and then be like, oh, that was kind of fun. Yeah, there were good things about it. But I was like, get me out of here. Uh, My friends were, like, my good friends were a couple years older than me, so they had moved on to college almost immediately upon getting into high school. Um, And I just, so I kind of just existed. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. It was just like. Benign. I hate this. Yeah. I hate it's like this. I hate this, but I have to do this. Right, right. And yeah. everyone who likes it is a loser. And I still, I still stand by that. 
Oh, of course. I mean, we do have people that come on the show that were like, I loved high school. And I love them. Sure. But I'm like, no, you can't have, you couldn't have loved high school that much. Right. I, I think there's something kind of wrong with you if you really, if that was a great time for you. High school should be torturous. It should be hell. You right. should be in crises all the time. People should be like being kooky. And yes. it's, it's just. Making horrible mistakes. Making bad annoying. jokes. Being annoying. Right. So were people. Okay, no one was drinking. You were not drinking. I was not drinking. You were not smoking. No, certainly not smoking. Soda? You soda, can drink. Yes, Mormons can drink soda. This is a big misconception. How? But there's caffeine in soda. There is caffeine. I mean, again, th- so when you start to parse what's happening, it's right. like, well, it's all bullshit, and right. that's why it's confusing. Right. Uh, but they can drink caffeinated soda. Right. But they can't drink coffee or tea, which is, <laughs> it should be the opposite. Yeah. We, they're... Studies. We know soda's very bad for it. It should be drink coffee and tea, no soda. Yeah, drink like the natural product. Because isn't the concept like your body's a temple yes, vibe? Right, like let's right. not mess with like God's creation or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um no sex. No sex. I mean Anal. for me for <laughs> uh, well, I that, wish. Wasn't that uh, always a thing? Uh there are, and th- this is something that I like I've heard rumors about where like Mormons will find loopholes to have yeah. s- kind like, wow, well, so I just got fucked in the ass. I didn't get right. fucked in the cunt. Right. Wow, that was so vulgar. Oh, my God. That was that's really, that's liberating saying that. <laughs> when was the last time you said fucked in the cunt? I, I have Say that. that. You'll feel a new level of freedom. <laughs> uh, I mean, sex was like a decade away. At least a decade away did, from me. Did was anyone fucking at your high school? There had to. Have been. I mean, I think there were people. I mean, teenagers like three thousand people, right. statistically Statistic- speaking. Like it's gonna happen. Yeah, but not that many. I mean, there were like, you know, there was like oral happening, and that right. was a big deal. Yeah. Um, but like sex, sex was very rare. Were, are there people that you went to high school with that are like fully married and have? Oh my a bunch god! Of kids there are people who are like at this point have like high schoolers. <sighs> it's just <sighs> bizarre to me. It's like they have people who are about to enter college that, and these people are my age. So wild for me to even have a baby at this point. I'd be like, I feel a little irresponsible. I know. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm a very responsible person, and I still like when I think about a child. I had this conversation last night with my friend because she's, like, thinking about get, have, getting pregnant right, soon. Right, And I was like, or we just never do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, or we just never have kids. It's like, an option. And I, but I was just kind of like, I don't know, are you ever, are you ever actually right. ready for it? No. And are you ever that responsible? I feel like you're kind of just, like, figuring it out as you go. Yeah, I think when the, unless you were, Truly, like, way too young to be having a baby. Yeah. I think you figure it out almost immediately. Yeah. And, like, pe- whatever. People have kids young. That's great. Uh, I'm just not capable of it. No, me either. And maybe there's something wrong with me. No, I, I, I honestly, like, part of me is, like, yeah, like, having a kid at, like, 25, and by the time the kid is, like, out of college, you're still in your 40s? You could be friends with your child. Yeah, you guys can fucking go to Vegas. Which maybe that's good. I don't maybe know. Maybe it's good. Uh, I mean, Mormons do have a lot of great grandparents, which like I meet people out like in L.A. Their grand, they barely knew their grandparents. Oh, my great grandparents have been dead. Were dead before I was born. Right. I knew at least my great grandma. Yeah. Um, and that's just because everybody starts having kids in their early tw- early twenties. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep. The application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So, okay, 
you're a good student. You're in high school. Are you doing theater? Mm. What is your self-expression? The theater program was so cool. I mean, it was the cheesiest <laughs> shit. Like, I love now. I just love envisioning you in high school every day, being like this fucking corny, <laughs> dumb place. <laughs> That's kind of that was my attitude, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but like the theater program really brought out the Mormon in people, mm. um, like the real happy-go-lucky, which turned me off. Yeah, I didn't want to be part of that, and which was a problem because. I wanted to do whatever this is. Right. And so I had nowhere to go. Right. Truly just, I mean, so I got involved with like student government, which was kind of performative. You got yeah. to make videos and I got to like plan the assemblies and yeah. uh, so, like host little game shows or whatever. And so that was my way of not having to deal with the lame theater teacher. What kind of productions would your school even put on? Oh, uh, because I feel like that's so limiting when everyone's right. so Mormon. I mean, I can't say for sure but like Oklahoma style yeah. things Seven Brides for Seven Brothers that, like the Music Man maybe the Music Man I mean that might be too, too edgy politically yeah. I don't know um, but yeah it was like it was just very safe stuff that yeah. wasn't interesting to me it just no. felt very dorky were you watching like porn or anything? No, my God, no. <laughs> it's, cr I mean, that was years, years away because it felt like that was, I mean, you were told that's the worst thing you can do. So, what did you do for fun? Surf <sighs> the internet. I, li I surfed the internet, I listened to music. Yeah. And just hung out with friends, basically. Okay, friends are fun. Went to concerts. Okay, music. Yeah, music was the one thing that, like, even if it was like kind of, bad yeah parents were okay with it yeah it was like it's you know rock music or whatever yeah it's music it's... right uh but you go to movies and watch tv yeah what was your favorite thing to watch in high school strangers with candy oh okay uh, wait hold on i know i just i'm like <laughs> how did you find that the library <laughs> I would go to the library and you would just look for things that seemed interesting or it would be rec recommended on the internet it's by like you would look up what are good comedies or whatever. I love that. But I was also a big fan of Letterman. Yeah. Um, And you saw a lot like Amy Sedaris was on Letterman. Right. So like the, there was like an entryway for a lot of popular culture that way. Where it's like you're discovering interesting things through the one thing that's safe to watch at home with your parents. That's so... Wait, your parents would watch Strangers of Candy? No, Letterman. Oh, I was oh going to be like... <laughs> <laughs> that would be an, an experience. Yeah, I was going to be like, I don't think Jerry would be would be good for them. That's no. so funny. Uh, but yeah, I would just go to the library and check things out and uh, watch them with my sister, Freaks and Geeks, Futurama, Strangers of Candy. Did you feel... Sorry that I'm like talking so much about religion, but I no, am... No, it's a thing to talk about. Were you? Did you feel yourself... Because I know that you say that you didn't leave fully. It was a very slow exodus. Right, right. But did you feel in high school, were you like, mm, this maybe isn't for me? Yeah. I mean, there were elements of that. It was like, but there was never any question of, I mean, it never felt like I was going to leave it. Right. Like there were things, I mean, I hated going to church. It's very boring. Yeah. Um, Like the culture, the general culture of it, I didn't really vibe with me. I thought it was, again, very corny. Um, and it just felt restrictive and not interesting to me. So, and there were, and then you do like, as you, well, actually not even as you grow older, like in elementary school, I was like, that doesn't quite add up. Right. Like there were things where I was like, ah, oh, that doesn't make a ton of sense to me. So there were like little things. That you could poke holes into. Right. But you're, you're just kind of on the good ship Mormon and you're it's like you're not getting off unless you get out of the state right so it was like I went on a Mormon mission and that was kind of the real end for me because I basically had a mental breakdown on the Mormon mission where was your mission because you go on your mission right after high school you go uh at the time you would go when you were 19 they've now lowered it to you get out of high school and you're headed off for two years um I went when I was 19 to Malaysia Wow. And I, like, four months in, had a literal mental breakdown, and they sent me home. And, like, because it's so, like, this is what you do, when you come home early, it feels kind of like 
you've been released from jail and everyone's like, we still love you. Yeah. But you're like. Something's something wrong. Something happened. Yeah. Right, right. That something kind of happened thing. and we don't want to talk about it. Right, we don't it. talk about that one element yeah. of your life, but you belong here. So I know that we're like fast forwarding after high school, but then after you broke down on your mission, did you end up going to college? I did. And I was in college for, for I think, twice as long as I was in high school. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> it took me a thousand years to get out of college. Where'd you go to college? Uh, the University of Utah. Got it. I uh, I was just, again, like meandering. I had no, I was like, I want to do something that is in comedy or something, but that felt so deeply unrealistic. Right. Uh, so I was just like kind of slowly taking English courses and film courses, but I was also working a lot to pay for college. So I would like take a half semester. I would take a half load. What did you do for work? Oh, I, I think I had probably like 25 jobs before oh I was my 22 God. or something. Did uh, you work in high school? I worked in high school. Uh, I also worked for two days in ninth grade in middle school <laughs> at Schlotzky's <laughs> Deli. Uh, that was a rude awakening for me and I quit. But then I just worked throughout high school. What did you do? Um, I washed dishes. I waited. Uh, I worked in like a place that put together fra- picture frames. Uh <laughs> What else did I do in high school? Those were, I think, the big jobs. Restaurant work. Yeah. Like I was a waiter at a, a retirement home. Most of the people <laughs> there thought I was a woman. Um, what would they say? They, they just thought I was a girl. because I had long hair. and Long, gorgeous, like red hair. Beautiful, curly red hair. And they were just like, who's the new girl? And <laughs> uh, But like, obviously, you get to know everybody and eventually they know you're male yeah um but those were the big jobs and in high school that i can remember gecko's mexican grill the frame shop and uh legacy retirement community. which was your favorite probably legacy retirement community yeah it was i mean characters bizarre. yeah characters yeah. everywhere and time went fast yeah you're, what, you're on your feet and uh, you're like interacting with a bunch of people constantly right. you're not it, waiting on the you're like waiting on the pre-existing uh, customer. You're not right. waiting for them to come to you. Totally. And you're not washing dishes mm-hmm. and you're not doing the tedious manual labor of putting yeah. p- picture frames together. That's so. so funny. Yeah. But I did. I mean, I worked a lot. And so it just took so long to get out of college. Yeah. And neither of my brothers had graduated from college. So there was no real pressure on me there was no real expectation i my mom really hoped i would graduate from college but if i hadn't it would have been fine because your brothers i assume went on their missions and then and they just kind of kind of didn't have interest in it did they stay with the church one did the other uh i don't know what his exact position with it is at this point but he's no longer practicing yeah it's hard It's hard to get out. Did you have a girlfriend in high school? No. Uh, (laughs) I had a a girlfriend for two weeks in seventh grade. Okay. Aubrey. And my breakup with her was so apologetic. I wrote her, I'm so sorry I'm breaking up with you. I felt terrible. Oh, no. But obviously, I mean, we had hugged once. Yeah. I wasn't going to take it any further than that. No. Wrote her a deeply apologetic letter, and that was the end of... Girl, I mean, I like went on dates, right. went to dances with girls, all of this, but there was never obviously any interest in going down any road of relationship with right. these girls. So, yeah. This is fascinating. <laughs> what did you guys? You didn't have a dress code. No dress code. What was your like style? It was kind of you know like uh, skater adjacent type clothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it was 2003 so it was like like when you say skater were you wearing like were you wearing like osiris like skate shoes no, were you I wearing was, like... i was wearing at the time the i actually know the name of them reebok super courts Ooh. Which are, were like, like a, I, I know what those look reebok. like they were like kind of colorful yeah they were a good looking shoe and then i was wearing like vintage shirts that i'd get at the thrift steal from the thrift store it's giving very cool. You're, you're like very cool 
person. You're like wearing vintage thrifted shit. You're watching Strangers with Candy. You're listening to good music. You have good taste. You know high school's corny. You sound like you really have your head on your shoulders. I don't know that I did. I think I was very annoying. Yeah. I thought I was very funny. Yeah. And people were encouraging that behavior. Why why um why do you think you were so annoying? Because I thought I was funny. <laughs> I'm, like if I had if I met me as a high schooler now, I'd be like you have to stop it. <laughs> would you, you talk to... a lot? I uh, I was just very like I would do whatever I could to be funny. Yeah. Wear stupid clothes. Uh just various idiotic things which I mean uh, to other high schoolers I guess was funny. Yeah. Um but if I saw me now, I'd be like, can you just take one picture where you look normal? Just please <laughs> look like a human being. I mean, that's when you hear parents say this to their of kids. Of course. Or it's like, please, for the love of God, just like stop. I'll go. I go through my pictures and I'm like, you look terrible and this is annoying. This isn't what you look like. Are you still friends with people you went to high school with? I'm friends with a couple of them. Yeah. Um, I keep in touch with a couple uh but most of the kids I wasn't a huge fan of. I was like, I don't want to ever see you again. Mm-hmm. Please exit my life. Yeah. I will not be at the reunion. Forget it. Yeah, fuck off. Oh, the idea. Even like in 10th grade, I was like, I will not be returning. I thought to myself, that's embarrassing. Extremely embarrassing. What's what is? Why is your life so empty that you have to come back to high school? I I mean I even think family reunions are embarrassing. Oh, of course. There's the earnestness of on reunion. Display. No, it's done. <laughs> and that's that. Oh, my God. Knock, knock, knock. Is that a door knock I oh. hear? Why, yes, it is. Welcome to the high school guidance counselor's office. Oh, my God. In this section of the pod, this is your time to sort of uh, mend a trauma of your high school past. You can you can say fuck you to someone. You can <laughs> apologize to someone. Or you can do both. Okay. And then you're kind of healed from this trauma for the rest of your life. Because that's how it works. I've been looking for this. Yeah, that's how trauma works. That's how healing works. Right. You know, talk about it once and it's done. I feel like, I mean, all of the obvious things aside, just being a closeted high schooler who never got to experience any level of normal life in high school. Let's push that aside. Yeah. My my big complaint with high school was mm-hmm. my guidance counselor. <gasps> this woman. <laughs> yeah. Her brother was a co-founder of Pixar. What? I'm telling this woman every time I meet with her, I want to work in the entertainment industry. Didn't all she did was telling me she got the new Mac computer because she was related to this guy. Did she could have given the internship any? Give me the plug, honey. Give me some advice. Give me the give me the fucking email. Did nothing, bitch. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, she could have uh, accelerated my life by 10 years. Yeah. That whole, like, you know, six years you did in college post, post, uh, whatever it's called that I'm blanking on, post, what? Post high school? No, post post mission. Post mission. Honestly, had she just given you the email, you probably wouldn't have even got on the mission. I would I would probably be a stakeholder in Pixar right now. You'd be so rich. I wouldn't be doing podcasts. No. Yeah, this is embarrassing. <laughs> the last night I had to do a show and the host brought me on stage by like talking about my podcast and I was like that's I got on stage and I was like it's so embarrassing that I have a podcast. Like I'm mortified. You know what I mean? I love it, but I'm mortified. Of course. I and you know what I love being a comedian also deeply embarrassed by it's it. It's all so embarrassing. It's so corny. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, what? what is so empty inside of me that this is what brings me life? And in 20 years, you're going to be looking back and say, why didn't you take a normal picture? Yeah. Why didn't you not do a podcast? Yeah. I have an idea. Why didn't you shut the fuck up <laughs> and keep to yourself? Yes, absolutely. Live a quiet life. Live a quiet life. That's all any of us really wants. Well, fuck that guidance counselor. She, she was terrible. She derailed your life. She... I don't even know that my she got my life on rails to derail. Yeah. She just let me s- kind of flounder. Yeah, she basically, she was negligent. Completely. Or maybe just a moron. She was an, an idiotic, <laughs> negligent, let's call her what she, what she is, bitch. <laughs> who had the ultimate plug and, did, and nothing. did nothing. Just got a free Mac computer once a year yeah, to and show then off the, to high schoolers. And then had the nerve to talk to you about it? Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Grow up. I have to heal from this. I have to forgive her. You have to. 
I'm mad. I'm sitting here. I have to transfer my hatred to you. You know, this is our 70th episode, and this is the only time where I actually don't want to, you know, (laughs) I don't want you to move on from this. I'm going to continue just holding this grudge. You should reach out. I made it without you. Yeah. I, made, I didn't need you. Yeah. Do I still think about your brother-in-law that's a fucking, you know, co-founder of Pixar? Yeah. Sure. I do. Sure. Every time I watch Finding Nemo, <laughs> I do. I think that's an 03 movie, actually. There you go. There we go. That's the fucking nail in the coffin right there. Damn it. Yeah. Very rough. Very rough time. Tevi, do we have a uh, classmate's corner? Yep. Uh, It's kind of a long one, so bear with me. Okay. This is from Lucas. He says, hi, Greta and Bridger. First and foremost, thanks for doing the work. Well, hold on. He said, hi, Greta and guest. No, he knew I was here. Don't think Lucas knew that you were here. Lucas knew I was here. I let Lucas know. (laughs) Reach out. Uh, First and foremost, thanks for doing the Lord's work by discussing high school trauma and finding a way for all of us to laugh instead of cry. I absolutely love the pod, so please keep up the great work. Thanks for changing lives one Instagram reel at a time. Oh, wow. I don't post enough reels, so you're incentivizing me to do so. (laughs) There you go. I guess Tevi posts all the reels, so that's good for this podcast. Um, I'm coming to the guidance counselor with an apology slash fuck you mishmash. For context, I went to high school in Montana, graduated in 2012, and at the time was a very closeted uh, gay boy who was excellent at denying his sexuality, especially to himself. So junior year, I became friends with a guy, we'll call him Will. Will was often teased by others who saw him as histrionic. However, we had some- Okay, big word, I don't know. What does that mean? Dramatic. Oh. I had to look it up. Oh, spelled H-Y-S. No, it is, I think, with an I. Okay. It's kind of the, you know, and you like know what? over the top. History you, you can, you literally can never stop learning. You can't. You can't. Forget it. There's Even if you new. wanted to, you can't. There's always something new to learn. Historionic. <laughs> okay. Historionic. However, we had similar interests and overlapping friend group and got along really well. In retrospect, Another factor of our friendship was probably because my closeted self at the time saw another closeted person and I was searching for some camaraderie. Cut to senior year where I started engaging in some extracurricular activities. Because of those, I expanded my social circle quite quickly and Will became possessive and started getting frustrated that I would hang out with other people over him, even though we would still hang out often. It eventually became a real turnoff for me, so I started hanging out with Will less and less, which of course only exacerbated his feelings. This eventually climaxed into Will starting a rumor to try and out me. I wasn't even out myself at the time, nor did I ever talk about gay stuff with him. At the time, we were each dating girls, so my girlfriend came to me with some questions, understandably. In an attempt of self-preservation, I denied everything and never spoke to Will again. Total cold turkey. Fast forward to my freshman year of of college, and I got several calls from Will which I didn't answer. He leaves me a couple voice messages over the course of several months that were non-apologies, like, I guess maybe I could have handled it differently. Sorry if you feel like I hurt your feelings. Eventually, these messages turned into, hey, I'm so sorry for everything I did. It was messed up. I should have done that. Um, He admitted to being in therapy, and his therapist encouraged him to amends, make amends with people he's hurt. So this is my predicament. On one hand, fuck Will for trying to out me in high school. On the other hand, I do feel guilty for ignoring Will when he was obviously going through his own crisis in college and was trying to rectify his wrongdoings. On the other hand, on the other other hand, I was still closeted and repressed as fuck when Will was reaching out to me to apologize. And all I wanted to do was to continue repressing any sort of reminder about my sexuality. Please tell me, dear guidance counselor, should I feel guilty about all of this? Should I try and reach out to Will now, 10 years after he tried to apologize? To be honest, I've really moved on from the whole high school drama and I almost never think about Will, but maybe he would still appreciate a text or something after all these years. Thanks again for all you do, Lucas. Wow. Wow. I mean, he's thinking about Will. He's writing into a podcast. Yeah, I mean, I do think you are thinking about Will. Uh, yeah, let's just, from the top, I do think, I do think you are thinking about Will, and that's oh, okay. Yes, that's fine. That is fine. Um, uh, do you want to go first? Yeah, I think, <laughs> look, 
This happened in high school. Yes. High schoolers are idiots. Idiots. They are some of our dumbest people. Sacks of skin with no <laughs> brains. They've got they're they have a lot going on. They're figuring a lot of things out. Yes. Will had he was closeted, was dealing with his own shit. Yeah. Of course he was trying to stir up some drama. Yeah. He's trying to reflect I mean deflect from him. Yeah. First of all Oh wait, do we know Will's gay? He didn't he said he still doesn't know. Oh, he still okay. doesn't know. Well, we're going to say oh, Will's gay. Let's assume. <laughs> yeah. Anyone with this, like, the yeah. rumor spreading and the yeah. drama. If this is a straight man, then something's Deeply very wrong. Deeply wrong. Um, it was 10 years ago. You have to forgive him. Yeah. He, it seems like he tried to apologize. Yeah. I understand at the time, maybe not wanting to accept that. Sometimes what I will say about apologies is they're tricky because I've been on both sides as someone that has apologized and someone that's been apologized to, mm -hmm. the recipient needs to be willing to receive the apology. Yes. And unfortunately, it is a two... It feels like it should be one-sided. It feels like, well, I apologize, and you should say it's okay. Right. But, like, it's not. So I think that our dear listener what wasn't was listener's ready... Name? Lucas. Our Lucas. dear Lucas wasn't ready to receive the apology right. when Will apologized. And that's okay. Lucas, you should not feel guilty for no, that. No, 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 You're not ready to receive that apology. It was too fresh. Yeah. He was still kind of a, a teenager. Yes. I mean, it was like family. months in, in teen time. It's like right. in teen time, it's years. But in real time, it's like months later. Right. And you're a teenager until you're 27. Yeah. So I get it. I yeah. get not taking. And now at this point, though. He can't stop thinking. Let's let's just be honest. He cannot stop thinking about Will. Yeah. He may be in love with Will. <laughs> I don't know. Lucas is going to get mad <laughs> listening to this. <laughs> is Will a romantic possibility? I mean, let's think about that first. Well, I what wonder, a nice way to get into it. Well, I wonder if, you know, there was a, a part of Lucas's mind that in that camaraderie, that closeness... Yeah, no, Will was gay Will now was that I'm gay. thinking about this. Because Will was, like, upset that you were pulling away. Right. Reacting very strongly. Yeah. I mean, if Will was straight, the I think the solution at this point is cancel him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Just cut and dry. Right. Easy, uh, an easy cancel. Right. Simple. We Like, we yeah. know what the problem is. And, we know how, and honestly, cancellations, we know how to do We can do them fast. Oh, right. We are so efficient at this point. Docs, docs them even, <laughs> you know. But I think at this, uh, you're both adults now. Reach out. It might be a fun conversation to have. I mean, if you're still like, if it's still a painful thing, that feels like maybe we need to talk to a therapist about it. Yeah, I mean, look, I think personally, I don't, I, I would say if you're really not thinking about it that often and like listening to my podcast is bringing it up for you, don't reach out. Don't reach out. Don't. But if you find yourself like genuinely thinking about it a lot, you could, but be forewarned. If you do reach out to him and you do say, hey, I'm sorry that I wasn't open to your apology at the time, be prepared that he may no longer be willing to receive that from you and you may never hear from him. Right. And there's another thing to keep in mind. He might be annoying. Yeah. I tried reaching out to somebody from high school a couple of years ago and immediately found out that they had become very annoying. And now and they're in my life it. again. Oh, fuck. You've got to be careful. You have to be careful. I mean, that's the worst case scenario. Sometimes the memory is better than the reality. Right. Even if it's painful. Yeah. But I think, why not reach out? You're going to die. Yeah. Will's look, if, it's, die. if you're thinking about it, reach out. Yeah. If it's not? like, if it's aching at you, the worst that happens, there are two things. The worst, worst that happens is that you reach out and Will reads you to filth and is mean and <laughs> says mean, mean, mean things to you. The second worst thing that happens, he ignores you and you never hear from him again. I mean, and now I'm thinking, what if Will's life is better than Lucas's right now? <laughs> that Impossible. Could, oh, that would be a rough Impossible. thing to experience. Impossible. I mean, Will doesn't get, I mean, he doesn't have podcast people talking to him. So no. Lucas has that on Lucas Will. has that. Uh, but that's, and uh, Lucas 
not for nothing, has a huge vocabulary. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's kind of, he's uh, peacocking. I, he's peacocking that vocabulary. And I'm responding because that's, <laughs> learning. that's sexy to me. I'm learning. I learn from my listeners. <laughs> Lucas, keep us posted on what you decide to do. We've got to, I can't wait to find out. I know, I'm edging to say, find one out. One thing, um, I didn't include, it was a PS, but Lucas said, uh, I need you to know that at least once a week, my boyfriend and I lock eyes to say to each other, big hats, big tits, big dreams, can't lose Hollywood. <gasps> oh, wow. So he does have a boyfriend. And okay. he is quoting me. Interesting. Wow, you know what? From from you're clearly a genius, as I stated. You're clearly a genius. You have impeccable taste. This will person, fuck them, honey. You're living the dream. You're living your big life. You know, if you want to, here's what I'll say. If you want to reach out to Will, you need to be doing it because it's going to feed something inside of you, okay? <laughs> Not because you think he needs to hear it. Think selfishly. Think selfishly. You've got a boyfriend. You're on pretty solid ground. You and, have an email address. Yeah. You've got it all. And you know what I have to say to your high school guidance counselor? You remember how, now this is going to be a real throwback, and this isn't going to be as funny as I think it is in my head, but remember <laughs> how Mac, their whole thing was think different? Oh, sure. You know what she was doing? Thinking selfishly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that bitch wasn't thinking different. She was thinking selfish. Just I'm saying. I'm glad you brought that back. It's, yeah. it's true. And it I'm fucking to be pissed said. about her. We're all mad. The whole community's mad now. Insane. I hope her career is destroyed. She, a young Mormon boy that she couldn't even help. She could have thrown me a little. By the little grace of God. By the couldn't. grace of. Do you guys believe in Christ? Oh, yes. By yeah. the grace of Christ. Uh, no, not you guys. Not, not you. Don't, don't put me back into it. <laughs> I've they, got a lot of work to get do out they, of this thing. Do they believe in Christ? <laughs> oh, man. Did you have to wear those like weird underwear? I did for a short period mm. because you don't wear them until you are like kind of an adult. Yeah. Uh, and then the underwear go away. Then you you have the underwear on. Oh. And then you wear them for the rest of your life. Same pair. <laughs> Those things are filthy. <laughs> I did wear them. But do you wear underwear underneath? No. They're basically underwear. It's like an undershirt. They're just like... And like boxer briefs. But they're really big, aren't they? They've kind of come around. I mean... Those ones, whoo, you would see uh, kids' parents in those. Like you sleep over and you see kids' parents. I mean, the human body should not be contained in those (laughs) things. I mean, it makes people look disgusting. Uh, But they've kind of come around to like things that look like modern underwear. Do you have to buy them at the church? You do buy them there. I mean, I will say this, very cheap. Compared to regular underwear, these things are dirt cheap. There you go. I don't know who's where they're sourcing them from. I wonder who's making making them. Sounds like (laughs) we'll speculate on that off air. Um, (laughs) If you could go back in time and give your high school self any advice, what would it be? I mean, I think it would be be less annoying. Just uh, take one day a week and you're take one day a week to just be a normal person. Yeah. That's not trying to be funny. That's not trying that just is living a normal life. Yeah. Uh, because I, I just feel like he is an obnoxious person. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that's just what he had to do. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. I would be I would have done the same as you if that was my reality. What else are you going to I mean, he'd... I, I would be annoying and I would watch very niche comedy to sustain me and listen to highbrow indie rock (laughs) (laughs) and like highbrow like soft electronic you've gotta you've gotta find something interesting in your life a lifeline Mm -hmm. one might say Mm -hmm. what a time did you go to prom i went to prom i went to i went to i think every dance what did you wear what a cover i had um i wore basically tuxedo suits yeah but then of course as high school wore on and i thought i was funnier i started or started wearing weird clothes or like Like stuff i found at vintage thrift stores you know just like corduroy jackets this kind of thing yeah like professor core right yeah not great i mean i'm into that with your long (laughs) red curly hair being fucking brooding and annoying telling me like letterman (laughs) jokes 
watching like I'm watching all, like Drop Dead Gorgeous. I'll say I was not that annoying that I was like repeating jokes that I saw on TV. <laughs> okay, Thank well then God. you weren't annoying. Right, maybe I had some level of awareness. You did. I was, I was like building towards a semi-normal personality. Before this on the episode with Max Silvestri, we were talking about how like in you guys were we were in high school at the same time and it was like movie quote culture oh the highest of like boys speaking to each other in <sighs> like zoolander tongues not, a good not time. zoolander but in like you know dumb and dumber dumb Austin and dumber Powers, right exactly any of these things oh be hey oh yeah <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, I fortunately dodged all of that. I, I, have, had, I have a very clean record. I had to um, explain what snarfing was yesterday at this show. You know what's when you have milk and you laugh and it sprays out of your nose? I didn't I, realize that was called snarfing. I, maybe it's not. Maybe my sister and I just call it that. But I asked if anyone had ever snarfed cum. Oh. And they asked <laughs> to give me an example. And I said, you're sucking dick. Austin Powers playing in the background. <laughs> They start to come. You hear that funny joke. You hear fat bastard. You laugh because you can't help it. And then that cum comes flying out of your nose. I think if you, anything, if you've thought of it, it's happened. Yeah. So that's happened to probably 100,000 people. <laughs> At least. Statistically. Statistically, it has to have happened. You have such a convincing way of talking oh, God. that God. you could say statistically 100,000 people have snarfed cum. And I would say, <laughs> okay, he's a scientist. Maybe I need to start one of those podcasts you, where I'm, fake you, facts. you know, misinformation. That's where, that's where the money is. I mean, if you did just have a podcast called Misinformation, <laughs> Misinformation Wars. <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Oh, it's very interesting. Good. But you put a real target on your back with dangerous people. I'll start Misinformation Wars with you. Let's do it. Yeah. We just spread, you know. Spread rumors. A little rumor here and there. And they're, they're harmless. Totally harmless. You know, it'll be like, oh, like cowboy boots make your feet the shape of cowboy boots. <laughs> See, that's a wish. Yeah. I would love for that to happen. A pointy toe. Pointy <laughs> long toe. Keep them in there long enough. Those are great cowboy boots. Thank you. They were my mom's. Could I wear cowboy boots? 100%. You're from Utah. What do I need to wear? It's your right. I feel like it would feel like a real affect. No, you can pop a boot on. <sighs> Whose bed have your boots been under? <laughs> Shania Twain, anyone? We love Shania Twain. Love. Um, love Shania. Bridger, did you have a senior superlative? I think I did. I don't even know that I want to say it aloud. It's so lame. I need to know. You can't. We've come so far. Oh, I mean, it's it almost feels shameful that this was given to me. I don't. But I, here's the thing. Your whole high school experience from your words, not mine. Corny. Oof. So this is the corn on top. It, like, it makes my skin crawl to even say this, but it was uh, most likely to be on Saturday Night Live. And you know what? Awful. Amen. <laughs> it's just a thing that's just like, what are we talking about? I know. It feels so like. 80s high school to have that sort of superlative. Yeah. Uh, but that was it, unfortunately. Well, you're a funny, funny person. I don't know. But I love it. We we love it. We do it. We like it. We love it. We want some more some of more it. Some more of it. Is that a song? Yeah. Where did that come I from? I like it. I oh, love no, it. it. I want some <laughs> more Toby of Keith? it. Is it? No, isn't it? Is it a country song or or is it like a jingle? That's somebody like Toby Keith. Yeah. Alan Jackson. Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. Who are we missing here? Um, Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. Is That's Tim McGraw amazing. part of a country power couple? Yes, Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Yep. There we go. Yep. I feel like I was just talking about them. Why would I be talking about those people? They were they were the stars of like 1885 or whatever that One show One of those uh, yeah. Yellowstone movies? Yep. yep. Oh, wow. Good for them. Yep. Popping off. Wow. Working together. Living together. Slaying together. Slaying together. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. A uh, couple that slays together. Stays together. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. That is a, like, vampire slayer movie about, like, oh my a couple God. that are slayers. And then the tagline is, the couple that slays together <gasps> stays together. Oh, that has to happen. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No movie. one take that idea, Please. fuckers. <laughs> you can always use this audio in court. That's what I say. That's true. Sue, sue, sue. Maybe I should just record myself all the time and sue everyone. 
People I said say, that to myself. People say, Greta, how did you make so much money? And I say, well, I sued everyone to get here. <laughs> you just That's what happens when you record, record, record. No shame. No shame. No shame. Bridger, where can my... Well, hold on. First, let's just clock. You know, what are we... This is done in gorgeously an hour. Wow, an hour. So we've got at least 45 minutes to go. <laughs> Greta, what, I, what year did you graduate high school? <clears throat> what was your favorite song in high school? Oh. I have so many, and I bounce around all the time. Today, just because of the mood that I'm in, <laughs> and because I heard it this morning, I, I'm going to say I loved this. It's not my favorite song, but, you know, uh, this Strokes and Regina Spector. Uh, uh, old-fashioned. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? We Modern. were young. That's 2004? Yeah. Wow, I'm, I'm good. That song's fantastic. Yeah. You were right. I love a duet. Yeah, yeah. We need more duets. It's really good. That's a great song. Listen to it on the way home. Wow, I feel uh, so close to you right now. <laughs> I feel so close to you right now. I'm kind right of a Julian now. Casablanca. And, and I'm a Regina, Regina Spector. Modern and Girls that. and Old Fashioned Men, I think that's the title yeah. of it. It's good. Wow. Bridger, where can my listeners listen to you? Because <gasps> you're kind of like the king with audio I'm, the king. I'm kind of a Howard Stern type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a podcast called I Said No Gifts. Uh, once a week, someone brings me a gift that I didn't ask for. Love that. My home is overflowing with objects from comedians mm-hmm. that I don't want. For, well, I mean, I'm not being... Uh, I'm being sincere. I don't want these things. Uh, my house is... Where do you put this trash? You should have a yard sale. I'm I'm thinking about having some sort of charity yard sale at you some should. point or giveaway or something because most of these are useless objects. Yeah. But that's what we do. If we, it's fun. The podcast happens. They come. They give me a gift. And we chat. Love that. Aimless. Stupid. A nice time. I love it. Fabulous. Well... That's uh, I look, basically it, I suppose. I think that's more than enough. <laughs> some might say too wow, much. Wow, this now we're getting into some I would, insulting I would, territory. Honestly, it would be so refreshing if someone came on this podcast and was like, I have nothing to plug, I just wanted to talk. Oh, isn't that a nice fit? I nice wish idea. I had nothing in my, well, actually, knock on wood or whatever you <laughs> yeah, do. Thank I God need we something have in my things. life. I, I need know, something to I hold know. on to. <laughs> some um, anchor in the storm or whatever you say. Truly. Podcasts, they'll always be there. Podcasts, the lifesaver in the in the on the sinking ship of entertainment. entertainment. Um, (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening to my perfect podcast. That's both emotional, educational, and entertaining. The triple E's. if you want to talk to me, email us at seniorsuperlativespod at gmail.com with the subject line Classmates Corner and tell me what's going on. Tell me the shit you want to get off your chest. We won't come to a solution, but we will talk about it. <laughs> and uh, with that, I say stay cool, never change. Until next time, ta-ta. That was a HeadGum Podcast. 